Yeah. Yeah. Chaz vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. I don't even know where to start I took the rawest form of expression and turned it to art My verse is weapons like Tony, that's Montana and Stark And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order They say a sorta, kinda decent with it, I was like sorta See they dumb their compliments down cause they don't feel important I just feel bad, they really try to hide the distortion Look, you don't really gotta say nothing Cause I already know, disabled, handicapped, I was still running I hate you, gotta force them just to feel something Acting like they down with you like you about to film something Like I'm dealing with some theater majors I'm reiterating the dialogue You see in the pages you I look at the fortunate thing You really to need to be famous That fame could be nameless I got the talent, uh, passion, you name it Three's from the ring And of course this is your boy Chris J Of course And I got the boy Trail Sav on here Good talk. And we got pretty much Dane at this point a friend of the show Tyler on here What's happening, everybody? Glad to be back. All right. So, pretty much, uh, not a lot has gone on in NBA, but a lot has gone on in wrestling. So, for those that are expect used to the normal format, uh, we're going wrestling first now until probably October, um, or depending if anything major happens. But uh, wrestling is going to be the first. So, if you are very pro wrestling, I'm pretty sure you guys are excited. But if you are also uh, listening only for the basketball aspect, I highly encourage you guys to just stick around and listen. Because you just off our wrestling talk, you may want to get back into wrestling straight up. But if you really just anti-wrestling to that point, just fast forward probably 45 minutes to an hour into the episode. So I'm just letting you guys know that now. But anyway, wrestling talk. And yeah, I know we was away for a week. Um, just a lot going on with both of us personally me and Daytrail so life happens but we good and God got us and we are moving forward but let's go ahead and get into wrestling uh let's talk about extreme rules which was last week um pretty much yeah uh it was a really overall my opinion solid pay-per-view from start to uh finish uh some people was overly critical because they're AEW stands, but hold my nuggets. But I felt it was a overly solid pay per view. So before we get into it, we just give a quick uh, what you guys thought of the pay per view in itself. I thought it slapped. I thought it was really, really good. I do. This shows that it should be a. Um, a brand split at pay-per-views. I knew they had a problem with it when it first went through, but how big the rosters are now. And honestly, I can't, and I don't think crowds can sit through, unless it's a WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series type thing, or Royal Rumble, five hours of just, you know, wrestling. I just, it's no way you're going to be able to, it's it's magnified like five hours to people who just watch the pay per view. There's matches that go on before the pay per view and things of that nature when the crowds are coming in. So they, they got like six during the pre show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like six. I don't think anybody can fit through that unless it's a mania and crowds are just gonna die. And that doesn't do good for um you know some of the matches that are lit like AJ and Ricochet that was was really good, mm-hmm. but it falls flat because the crowd's not into it. Because, you know, high-paced matches like that rely on crowds, you know, 
Like, if they was th- working a slow, methodical match, the crowd, you know, they could be tired and get into it towards the end. But since they worked a high-paced match off the, off the bat, you know, the crowd, it was like, ooh, It's a little uh, gas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they gas the pack. So, um, but other than that, it was extremely solid. That pay-per-view started off really, really good. I hope they start off like that again, but I that kind of thought. Yeah. But, uh, Tyler, um, go ahead. I, I agree. It was a solid pay-per-view. I didn't see too much wrong with it. One thing I will say about WWE with certain pay-per-views, like the, their gimmick pay-per-views, this is one pay-per-view where I'm kind of kind of underwhelmed in a way because, like, it's not like how it used to be where, like, like the we won, back when it was called One Night Stand and then it, when it switched over to Extreme Rules, like, every match had a stipulation. Now mm. it's like we're getting, like, legit one on just – one-on-one matches on the pay-per-view. And like you said, like, they weren't bad matches. Like, most of the matches were solid, which made it a solid pay-per-view. But that's just my take on, like, the gimmick pay-per-view thing. Sometimes it's, for me personally, it's just a little bit tiresome to see it. But other than that, like, I did like it. I think my favorite match of the night was probably... Probably Alistair Black versus Cesaro. That match was solid. Yeah, I think uh, but like you said, if the, even if I think they would have threw like gimmicks galore, because the problem I think they got with the gimmicks galore thing, they trying to save like all the the other type gimmicks for like we ain't gonna get no hell of a sale that because that's strictly for the hell of a sale people, which I think is stupid. Right, um, and that's why, that's why I was saying like I don't. That's why I'm like I'm almost to the point where it's like I don't want gimmick pay per views anymore and let. Other than money in the bank, money in the bank, and elimination chamber, and elimination chamber. Like I also like you know money in the bank. That's the only time we like in WWE, and you'll get it like off one. But like that's the only time we get a goddamn ladder match, and I think that's really really sad. Like I don't know, I don't know if it's a safety precaution thing, but it could be because the reason Seth Balor is about to take a break is I think because of that money in the bank match. I don't think it's back and field. Um. Because he's been like one of the, I think he's been, I think he had the most matches. It's either him or Ricochet with the most matches on the main roster. And then yeah. shout out to Ricochet because he just fucking, I mean, freaking got stuff. So, um, uh, but when it comes to, um, when it comes to like gimmick pay-per-views, like I said, all right, I don't have a problem with it being like a one-on-one because you could get like, a, a pay-per-view could be over gimmicks. Like, Agreed. I think the last TLC. That we had, you can remember, like, they literally had a gimmick for every match, and that stuff was just stupid. Like, yeah. when Wade Barrett versus Cena was a chair match, I'm like, yeah, yeah chair like, match that, stupid. Like, it was I, just, just kind of overdoing it, and it was just yeah. a way just to throw them, a, just to give them a gimmick. Just, just yeah, to, no, I or when I think it was Big Show and somebody had a stairs match. Like, uh, bro. What? bro, I don't remember that. Bro, bro I remember year. that. I don't know who he fought, but I remember the steel chair match. I mean, was it right match? match. It was, was some, it, it was summer. It probably was Seamus. It was some. Was that the dude. one where where Daniel Bryan cashed in? I don't. I don't know. I'm about to look it up now. Yeah, but let's go ahead and get into the matches because uh, I want to breeze through Extreme Rules. So, um, the pay per view in itself, I think WWE.com got it. In- uh y'all about to hate this when I tell you who it was, yo. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Dog, it was Eric Rowan. Oh, that's 
That's underwhelming. Hold on. Where, where's this at? Hold on. Yo, that's what they tried to push. Yo, that's what they tried to separate the Wyatt family. Realize Eric Rowan is a, it's a muscle. He ain't no single star, G. That's all he is. A muscle. That's it. <laughs> Literally, that's what it was, G. Come on now. But we're not, we're not about to waste energy on that. But, uh,. Mm. Yeah, so streamer rules open up with uh, Shinsuke versus Finn Balor, which led to uh, shocking. I, I to me is shocking because I'm surprised they did this. But uh, Shinsuke beats Finn Balor for the belt clean on top of it. So shout to uh, Shinsuke. He's probably in good graces and also signed. He signed the extension contract on top of it. So hold those. He nuggets. did more like to me like listen to like a he bunch of wrestling podcasts lately. When I listen to like wrestling podcasts, most of the time when they say a person wins a belt when there's rumors buzzing that he may leave, he signed the new contract. More than likely. Or get a push. What the? I honestly thought I'm gonna keep a buck. I thought Shinsuke was better. Me Not too. because I don't think he had a horrible time. I just think like it is extremely hard for Asian stars to get over in WWE. And I don't think it's WWE's fault. It's just the language barrier. Mm-hmm. It, it is extremely. I can. We can talk about it on a different subject on a different day. But my thing is, it's extremely hard for Asian stars to get over. So I thought he was just going to go back to New Japan, not AEW, because I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. AEW don't even got Asian stars. So I don't think he was going to go there. But like, I thought he was going to go back to New Japan and you know do a thing, have a, a hardcore match or a strong style match against Mox or something. I don't know. Yeah, but. Yeah, so shout out to Shinsuke for that win. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship, Drew Gulak beat the beat Tony Nese. I don't give a damn about Tony Nese at all. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't care about Tony Nese either. At all. So shout out to Drew Gulak, and he had a good match at uh, Evolve with uh, Matt R- with Riddle. So, Ooh, can I talk about that real quick? Go ahead. Just just a smidgen, G, because I don't know if I was the only one who watched the Evolve pay-per-view. I watched it too, but I missed Joe. it honestly. When I tell you, and we were talking about the Adam Cole versus Akira Tozawa, which Akira Tozawa is cold because I, I was going to read the first full match I watched the folks. But when I tell you Matt Riddle is a freaking star, Joe, like he is a star, bro. Like I don't know how they're going to do it on the main roster, but he oozes like something they can build behind in WWE. And now I don't want to see him in those suits. I don't. I just want to see him as like you know how they kind of had Kevin Owens when he first came through, but in the face like just a prize fighter. Just give me a fight or how they doing with Alistair Black right now? Just because Matt Riddle is so freaking good, dude. And I don't even think he was like he pro wrestled his whole entire life. I think he was legit like into he MMA. Was like, he yeah, was strictly MMA. And he just and he and like added that into his wrestling repertoire. Like, he, his matches are so good to watch. I Honestly, because I think they setting up a triple threat match between him, Velveteen Dream, and Roderick Strong and take over uh, Toronto. I'm fine with that. Can't wait. Joe, jo, jo, even though Chris is going to be hurt with Roderick Strong backbreak uh, Velveteen Dream and take his uh, North American yes. title. But yeah. that match is going to probably be matching tonight, dude. That match is most likely going to be match at night. So, like, just, I know, like, the match itself was a very, very, like, ground-based, uh, kind of like MMA feelish match because, um, what's that nigga name? Uh, Drew Gulak is a cruiserweight, but he doesn't do cruiserweight things. He literally just, like, mat-based wrestling. 
So that's kind of different from, you know, he call it, he call it like a no-fly zone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, just a really good just slapper. I didn't think Matt Riddle should have won, though, because, you know, he – because, you know, he – um. He's like he's not a champion, so there's no reason for the, the cruiserweight champion to lose that match. But for that, that was probably man. Adam Cole had a really good match too, but that was probably that the best match on that involved show. Agreed. But yeah. So um, moving on, the No Holds Barred Tag Team Match with Undertaker and Roman Reigns and Shane and that was a yeah. This match that was, was a lot that was better good. than I thought it would turn out to be. Like, I thought legit it was going to be Roman Reigns carrying Undertaker. To me, it just proved that it was Goldberg's fault. Oh, yeah. Yo, I'm telling you, dog. <laughs> it was definitely Goldberg's fault, dude. The minute he busted, the moment he busted his head, by, him, by himself, by the way, Undertaker didn't do anything. He just ran head first into the pole like an idiot. Freaking goofy. Yeah, dog, that was bad. Um, but that match, they had the camera work on that match. It was top tier, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one when Drew McIntyre rolls from the freaking dead behind Undertaker before he got hit with the spear. Oh, that yeah. That was really freaking Bro, good. Bro, that was, I was sitting I'm like, yo, whoever's the cameraman, he was in his back. The, the cameraman was yeah. in his bag. Like, they were yeah, definitely in their bag. Yeah, definitely was. Um trying to think of another uh, spot. Um, other than Undertaker, like, all in all, I just say that match was really focused on Undertaker showing them that he still has it. And it was really good. I don't, looking at it now, I don't know. Because they put, the rumor was that he put the setup with Drew McIntyre to have, you know, a Mania match. But now, we probably won't get to know what is gonna. I think Raw twenty. I mean Raw reunion is gonna plant the seeds for like probably who Undertaker gonna face at SummerSlam if he fights or who you know because we still don't, we don't even know who Roman is gonna go against. Yeah, right. like I know that's like speaking you know in the future, but like just seeing what Undertaker was, what he did in that match, it, it, it really restored hope for me because you know he was falling off the top my top five, Joe. Cause I was uh, this nigga ruined his legacy worse than uh, Vince Carter not joining the contender. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, just, just stop. So honestly, like, I was not, I was not thrilled to hear about another Undertaker match. Sadly, but Ooh, just man. seeing him come back into the ring, he that was basically him just making up for that whole Goldberg incident. Yeah, and he, he, yeah. he did yeah. what he had to do. Um. Overall, I was really satisfied with the match. It, it did what it was supposed to do. Beat the daylights out of each other and yeah. move on to the next one, which is definitely, definitely good to see for Undertaker. And I think it's just with Undertaker is just more who they put him in the ring with more than anything. So That's what I say. That's yeah. what I say. But people don't like to believe me when I say that. Yeah, it's not. That's, and, it, that's how it is for a lot of people, too, because, like, even with, even with Roman specifically too, like you can't just put him like those, that little nope. small feud that he had with Baron Corbin. Like it was boring because they don't. It just felt like they didn't have the, the chemistry with it. But like, shoot, that's yeah. for Baron as well, yeah. Doug. Like it's, I think that's for every dude with long goddamn legs in that company. They yeah. just, it's just like unless unless like the like the only person that's guaranteed to have a slapper match with is with Daniel Bryan. 
because we all know why. That's the thing. Exactly. But like you know, with just them people like like stroll like I don't know how to say it, but powerhouses like yeah. You can't have a powerhouse, and I, that's why I feel so crappy about the feud with Derek Corbin and Seth Rollins because I think they got Seth Rollins wrestling as a baby face, and I don't think Seth Rollins should be a baby face. But when you get when you got two like powerhouse, I mean when you got just regular powerhouse wrestlers, you can't have them just collapse. Like I hate to I hate watching, even though they had a last two matches was really really good because they hit really really hard. But Drew McIntyre and Roman, like a regular Drew McIntyre and Roman Raw match, is not going to slap. Just because it's like they're using the same offense. Yep. Uppercuts and knee shots and, and power slams. But if you throw, like, like Cedric Alexander and got dog Drew McIntyre, you're going to be like, all right, I see what this is. I can't wait till he get Claymore kicked. But, yeah, I see what this is going. Yeah. So, you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just... And it's like same I, thing with Undertaker. I think, but I think Undertaker literally needs like a a real legit ring technician in there with him. I wouldn't even say like a, other than himself. I'm seeing like somebody who's going to somebody who's going to guide him through the spots. There we go. Because yeah. it's not so much. It's not so much as it's the Undertaker ring can't wrestle. Yeah, it's not so much as Undertaker can wrestle, but it's so the fact that Undertaker needs somebody to carry the wrestler other mm-hmm. than Undertaker carrying the wrestler, like Roman. Ain't gonna be able to carry Undertaker to a match. Roman's gonna beat the dog crap out of Undertaker in the match, but he ain't gonna carry him to a good yeah. match. When Undertaker went against Brock at SummerSlam, Brock was carrying Undertaker through that match. Mm. He was making the Undertaker. He was making the match happen with Undertaker. And I think the next uh, match Undertaker should have with somebody should my person my beard is for Alistair Black. That's my beard. Mm-hmm. I, I, I gonna I kick the freaking hair off that man, G. He's gonna What'd kick the say? hair off. He's gonna kick the hair off uh, Undertaker. G, I'm not ready for that. G, <laughs> Man, I'm waiting for it. Though. I'm waiting for that. But that's but, my bid for um, who Undertaker should go for next. I wouldn't be but, mad at yeah. that. But uh, move on. Uh, I, I didn't even watch this match. The Raw Tag Team Championship. The Revival. Oh, you tripping? I didn't watch it. You tripping, tripping. I did. I, I think I missed that match. Too. I didn't watch what it. What do you have yes. against the Revival? I don't have nothing against them. I, they're, they're a good tag team. I just didn't watch the match. Yeah, it's so wrong with Black. I don't know why Black folks in the Revival don't click. Y'all love Damn, look, G. I love I'll them. let you talk about the I match. I'll check on my food real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the match was really, really god darn good. I just love, me personally, I love the Revival because it's like legit. They, they 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 ooze tag team wrestling. That's why I love them. Yeah, they're the, they were able. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, they're the the first like heel tag team in a while that really like embodies like that. Like you said, like real tag team wrestling, like how they tried to really bring back like the real tag team rules. Where like yeah. if you if you don't tag in at a certain. It was something that they did on Raw like a month or so ago where, like, if you don't tag in at, like, a certain way or whatever, then you can't tag in at all or something like that. Yeah, what is it, to hold a little rope? Yeah. Uh, um, but it was just the way that they used it in a heelish way. They also the, they emphasize, like, you know, the OG, like, the horseman type attitude. They emphasize, like, that 80s tag team attitude and stuff like that. Like, we, mm-hmm. we make the money. We're rich and things. Also, I'm pretty sure they're trying to find a gimmick. So, 
either they don't get released or WWE, you know, loses them during their contract negotiations and stuff like that. But because I honestly don't, one, I do not want to hear the dialogue. I would have to argue with people on the internet about God darn revival versus, um, I mean, the revival going to AEW and them saying that they, you know, I just don't want to hear that dialogue. But the the them just in general and the Usos can work a great tag team match with literally anybody. anybody. <laughs> it's 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 amazing how good they are. So it just really worked well. Revival coming out on top. Thank you, Jesus. And it's looking like we're gonna get Viking Raiders versus the Revival at SummerSlam. And I'm just a I'm I hope so. All I'm back by the way for that. Yeah, I'm here oh, for it, honestly. Oh, that happens. Boy, I love the Viking Raiders, Speaking bro. I hate the team. fact that they're doing that. I hate the fact that they're doing um, the job retirement. They could have just gave them the goddamn Lucha House Bros and just fed them to the Viking Raiders. They ain't doing nothing. But, like, uh, I call them the Lucha House Bros. I mean, the, the Lucha uh, House Party. House party. The Lucha you get, House you, you Party. You fused two Mexican tag teams, G. Look, that's a nice tag. That name probably would have slapped back in the nineties. With the Lucha House Party, Joe, yeah. that, bro, that that that's WWE all over it. You remember when WWE had a little kitty show on Saturday night on Saturdays on uh, Kids WWE? Yeah, they, they, they exactly. That's the name for Saturday morning slam. <laughs> mm. Lucha House Party, though. They only come out. It looks like more. It's funny how they is nowhere near as kitty as a new day, but they 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 see as kitty as a new day. Yeah. But um, what you was gonna say, Tyler? I was gonna say, speaking of tag teams, when is has anybody heard any word on like what's happening with AOP? Uh, dude's still injured. I thought dude, no, they cleared injured? them. I thought he got dude got cleared. cleared. They're just uh, finding. I think they, yeah, they're just waiting. But also, uh, no, I, I think they did a dark match with Otis and um. Tucker, that's my bad. I remember seeing that. Um, I think they did a dark match with Otis and Tucker on SmackDown. Um, I think they're gonna find a way. Nine times out of ten, that's what I knew they're gonna drop their belts to. So I, would I don't think they. I'd rather them be so, stay on if Raw. If we get, what you say? I'd rather them stay on Raw. Nah, they've been moved to SmackDown. You oh, didn't see, I, um... I never paid attention. You didn't see, uh, when they was doing the SmackDown... Spoiler alert. When they was doing the SmackDown Town Hall, and oh, Alcum yeah. was in the background. Oh, yeah. Alcum see. Or, oh, yeah. Out, whatever uh, I, but the crazy thing is, I don't think they, they are really... I think one... Ain't they from, like, New Zealand? New Zealand or something like that? Or are they from... Are they... They either... They're either... Uh... New Zealand from New Zealand or they're from um or they're uh whatchamacallit? They're Arabic. Or I think they're the Ar- yeah, the Arabic. But um so I don't think their English is really, really good either. So they're gonna need a manager. And my man yeah. Drake Maverick is doing too much to yeah, be a manager for them. Yeah, he can't <laughs> Yeah. They, <laughs> he can't. He can't do it. I believe he can, but I'm just not gonna believe it when I see it on my screen. Yeah, so, I agree. Like, if they could bring back Paul Ellington, Elling, Ellering, with I heard, they, I heard they want to take old folks on the road, though. So. Come on, man. Look, like, that's the only reason folks are with them. They want to take them on the, the night that they debuted, they um they kicked them to the curb for no yeah, reason. Just want to get back. Yeah. 
They yeah, literally yeah. told him to get back when he got this. And I was like, okay. I don't think these niggas can talk. Exactly. So I don't know how they, I don't know how they do it. Exactly. Well, it's that, not work. WWE caught them up too freaking early anyway. Yeah. I'm all for extended NXT stays. I'm like all for it. It's never a bad days. thing, honestly. Like, you know, that's why I'm not mad at Velveteen not coming up yet. Uh, or Adam Cole. Get lost in the shuffle and I'm going to hate it. Um, that's my I want him to win the NXT title first before he comes nah, up. He can't be, uh, I don't you don't need it. Either. He's one of those guys that I, don't need a what run. They doing, what they doing with the god darn, because I got a good feeling that probably the only people who's going to be still wrestling after NXT Toronto that's still wrestling for NXT is going to be with Tommaso Ciampa when he get here, uh, called it, when he get here, uh, Matt Riddle, and let's get Eric out. One more takeover, probably till Survivor Series, and they get caught up. They probably get caught up around Mania time. Mm. Um, uh, who else? Uh, I think Johnny Gargano gets caught up. I just pray. Honestly, I pray they wait. I pray that they just have slap matches Johnny Gargano, and then my ideal thing is to have him and Tom Champa a tag team. Yeah, that's because I don't want to see them split. Bro, it's not gonna work. Just and then usher their split through the main roster. Just yeah. like mm-hmm. have them as a tag team for like one or two years to usher their split in the main roster like you yep. did in NXT. Like ain't nobody gonna care. Because no one complains with Sami Zayn and, and, and Kevin Owens is in a few. Ain't nobody gonna complain with Tommaso Ciampa and uh Johnny exactly. Gargano. And plus we're gonna get slap matches. So, every um, time. Definitely. Every single time. Um Let's move on. So, uh, uh Alistair Black on. versus Cesaro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Got the headphones, Dad. Damn, that's tough. Um, well, while Daytra is trying to figure out what he's about to do with his headphones, but uh, Alistair Black uh, versus uh, Cesaro was definitely a great match. Great match for, uh, for a solo competition, Alistair Black, because I don't think he even had a legit solo match yet. In uh, with the company yet? So, cause like when he first went, well, not in the company, but with WWE. But um, for this to be his legit first solo Alistair Black match, and they picked the perfect opponent with Cesaro. It was a really great match, fast paced match at that. And oh. to me, I love how they're selling the Black Mass as the next. Look, if you get hit by this, you're done. <laughs> you're done type move like I love it and I'm all for it and like it was a really solid match and without making Cesaro like a bitch so shout out to that uh yeah I loved it absolute slapper um I think he did really really good for Alistair Black and sort of helped Cesaro like if Cesaro is gonna be a gatekeeper I love it I, just, I love it I love it I love it um I don't. They can wrestle for freaking forever, and that match is gonna be good. Cesaro is just a really good cop dog wrestler. Too bad he has a personality of a freaking doorknob, but like <laughs> he's just a really he's so freaking good, Joe. Like when he grabbed Alistair Black by the knees, proceeded to throw him up and get him an uppercut, Joe. That. You you can't make that up. Cesaro is too freaky good, Joe. And Alistair Black, 
his frame does not look like he's supposed to be doing that stuff. He, Agreed. He, he honestly, he looked like he supposed to wrestle like Drew McIntyre. But what he does in the ring is just different, y'all. Um, he's a star too. Definitely. Like, Definitely. The moment you know some of the other people you know start going on a part time status and whatnot, like Randy and and uh, whoever else you want to name that's been in that company for fr- too freaking long, um, Addis the Black is gonna take that brass drink and run with it. Cause his gimmick don't you don't have to rely on talking, like just like even though Bray Wyatt is one of the best with the mic, low key Bray Wyatt doesn't have to talk to be effective just because he's spooky. So especially with this new gimmick, yeah, especially with that. Uh, but yeah, I love Alistair Black. He's probably up there with like Adam Cole as one of my favorite wrestlers at right now. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, let's move on. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship match, Bailey pretty much washed out Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, yep. Solid match. Solid match, but Bailey, to me, they just literally put in, like, I like the run that Bailey's having with the belt because, in a way, it's like, they're not, they're teasing a heel turn, in a way. Just, well, the way they did it with SmackDown this week, they kind of teased it to me in a little bit, little bit. But I like how Bailey legit is just beating everybody ass. It's kind of Cena esque in the women's form. Like she's all this happy go lucky person, and then she will legit wash your ass immediately afterwards. So you think they actually go turn the heel? I don't think so. I think it's just because like, she got too much. I think they might turn Emma Moon heel after SummerSlam, kind of like what they did to Mashinsuke. Yeah, because Emma Moon doesn't have a personality, so. Well, she but. suffers the black wrestler curse, but I think, it's, but she also wears boot cut jeans. So, yeah, yeah. she she's so freaking bad. But, uh, Definitely, until you see her. I'll say, turn the baby here. You missing? That's like you yeah, you're missing a lot of things. But yeah, that's why you I think it's going it's going to lean more towards a strong women's face on SmackDown. I don't think. Yeah, that's what that's why I think it's going. She's she's her character reminds me of like it's not necessarily Super Cena, but like Cena was that positive ass person, but he'll beat your ass. Yeah. Bailey has became that now, which I like, which I really like. So, so I'm basically, cool like oh seven Cena then. Yeah, yeah, with all the superpowers and uh, ripping up car uh, car doors and stuff like that. <laughs> that might happen if it do. Yeah, it got neck dark. injuries and and try to slap JBL with it. <laughs> could, could you imagine her ripping the goddamn car door off and door to Charlotte, bro? Oh, man. That'd be hilarious. Oh, I man. I can imagine Charlotte, Charlotte hitting her with a freaking finger eight on top of a car and stab the window or something. Bro, that would be lit. But, yeah, so let's move on. The last man standing match. This is honestly my favorite match of the night. Like, it was a lot of good matches, but it was just, I like saying people beat the daylights out of each other. And they, Bible actually beat Braun Strowman ass this whole match. But Braun won. So, I, I enjoyed the match. This was honestly one of the matches I enjoyed the most. So, Man, it was so good. That match was so freaking good. I guess they lied to us and told us Braun Strowman was injured. But yeah, that match was extremely good. Yeah, that was my thing. I thought that at first, because I, I wasn't sure if it was a work or not. But once I, once they 
what I originally thought was that this last man standing match was going to write Braun off so he could heal from whatever injuries that he was having. But over, I did like the match a lot. That was, even though I liked Cesaro versus Alistair a little bit more, just because it was more so because it was Alistair's first solo match on the main roster. It was good to see him debut like that. But this was a good, for a last man standing match, we haven't, when was the last time we had like a good last man standing match between two heavyweights? Wasn't it, was the last one between Braun and, and Roman? Yep. Probably, but you know the crowd probably crapped on that. Yeah. Like, you know. Yep, unfortunately. And it wasn't even a bad match. It was just, they was going through that little Roman hate phase. Yep. But it was definitely a really great match. So, uh, next is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship triple threat which new day won it was a good oh. match it was a really solid match i know Daytra, you was not happy with the result no but unless unless the new day is about to just get absolutely beat up by a stable i don't see any reason all three of them have to go unless you just saying thank you for doing which unless wwe just saying thank you which I understand if they're doing that, and I think that's amazing. WWE just saying because the New Day probably the been the long, probably the longest lasting gimmick because Shield broke up so many times. And, yeah, they they said it today. They said they've la- they've been together it's for been five, five years. years, so they're the longest lasting stable in, in WWE history. Because I don't think Evolution only lasted for two three years. years. I think two three years. Yeah, they lasted until two thousand five. Yep. So. was up, up. But yeah, uh, I know, I know. Daytra Earl was really hoping Otis gets the belt here, but yeah, man. But it's I feel like their their time is coming. Like heavy, they really get it over as a tag team, and I feel like they, then you really can't turn New Day heel. Don't be shocked if another freaking triple threat tag team match occurs. Honestly, but um. I when feel they like do, they will get their time with the good. belt before the year's out. You said what? Yeah. I'd say when they do those triple threat tag matches, they're always pretty good. Exactly. It's a lot of good but, tag teams right now, so it's like it's always gonna be like you can't really f up a tag team triple threat. So, but yeah. So. But I do believe Heavy Machine. They gonna. I say they probably get it. Around, they might get it at SummerSlam, or they might wait and give it to them I at say Survivor Series. Series, possibly. Around that time, depending on what they what's going on, but I feel like they'll be built up properly around that time. Um, next was probably my second favorite match of the night: AJ versus Ricochet. Mm. AJ won, of course, but uh, still a really solid match. Yeah, you're right. I don't, yeah. um, uh, the crowd really took me out of that match. Of course. It should have been placed somewhere else on the card where it could have been used better. I um, hear you. It probably should have been a little bit earlier, maybe. Yeah. You probably could have put the tag, because the New Day know how to get the crowd in a match regardless, so you probably should have put the crowd the New Day match after them or something like that. I don't know. Really. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Kevin Owens pretty much beat the sh- one hitter. Excuse me, one hit quit. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Nothing really Perfect. said about that. 
Because I don't think they were originally supposed to be on the card. They just wanted him. They were trying. They're still trying to push this. His um, the promos he's been pushing against Shane. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't know what they do with freaking Shane and KF. So I'm not watching no goddamn last man standing match against each other. No. Not a last no. man standing. I feel like I brought it up the other day. I street fight or something like that. That's what it's going to end up being at this point. Well, that's what I'm tired. They already did on the cell. Gee, I understand you're tired, but this is their way of blessing you by getting him off the storyline. I guess. Like, you, you can't just write them off. <laughs> they could, but you just can't. Unless a helicopter comes back for revenge, but... <laughs> but, hey, they don't want that, uh, they don't want his, uh, run back, but... Uh, Kofi versus Samoa Joe. Solid match at this point. Yeah. I didn't Solid like match. the finish. That was the only thing I didn't the, really I like. I agree. Finish, no, no, man, G. I didn't like that. God. God, bro. And I'm not one of the fans that say, oh, WWE is ruining. Bro, having Samoa Joe just go out to one trouble in paradise suck. Especially because they haven't built up the trouble in paradise to be Dude, suddenly like a one hit or quitter. They really haven't, especially since Daniel Bryant ate a thousand of them just to win. So yeah, it's like exactly. Samoa Joe who's bigger. And he did I don't he oh he did choke him out I think. Or tried to choke him out and that's what led yeah. to it. Yeah. Those are those. Yeah. They could have just came up with a better finish for that. Honestly, I would even like that would I could have deal without that match. Can't me out. Uh, then we had the uh, Extreme Rules Winner Takes All match. This was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I was I was kind of shitting on it in the beginning because I was like, I don't really, I just didn't. I was I was just tired, just tired of this few like most people, and I was just ready for it to be done with. But it just turned out better. They they made it work for what it was worth. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Brock coming in and cast Cooper. But... Yeah, Brock coming out was like the fact he didn't come out doing a Kofi. I was like, cool. But I think the moment when Becky Lynch got, took that uh, deep six or in the days, whoo! I knew Brock Lesnar was about to come and do his thing. Mm. He was about to come and do his. And thing, this is but... the one time I wasn't mad that he won the belt back. I felt like this might have been kind of needed. Definitely. Like I'm not necessarily mad at it because it's like in a way it, something else to do. Yeah, it gives him something to do. It gets Baron Corbin out the picture for now because it was really nobody else on Raw who they kind of tried to establish or reestablish to put in front of eight, uh, Seth Rollins. Like you, like I would rather have them seen do a series of matches with AJ that would have led to heal AJ. And return a bullet club, honestly. But they decided to use it on Ricochet instead. But it is what it is when it came to that. But I'm for it. I'm not mad at Brock. I would have preferred that uh, that Becky Lynch did get up, tried to stop Brock. He just F5 turned to the fifth row. The other man, that crowd would have like woke back up after that. I would have been in tears. <laughs> You don't understand, like that would be like one of that would be meme of the year. 
But you never know. Something might happen at SummerSlam. Speaking Man, of no. speaking of which, since Seth, that was that was the main event, right? So, yep. So yeah, so Seth won the the over the top rope battle royal on Raw the following night. So he's going back to SummerSlam to face him for the belt. Yep. I, now he obviously I don't think he's they're putting the belt the belt back on him. But how do you think that that fin the the mat that match should go? At this point, what they're one I think one. Seth. I think Seth should get that title back for legitimacy reasons. Mm-hmm. Also, to get Brock away from you know, because if you're gonna put him on SmackDown for ratings for for uh, Fox, then you got to get that belt off him unless you switch it. But then, just the OCD and everybody in this world is not gonna like to see the Universal Title on SmackDown. Yeah, because it's red. It's red. I don't want to see some. And I don't want to see them tase the, t- the belt blue neither. Like exactly, that. yeah. that'd so, be kind of. The already ain't that beautiful, and I already got. I, I finally got used to the goddamn thing. Yeah. So because uh, you got to see it. <laughs> That's the thing. So uh, <laughs> you did get to see it. So. Um, I don't know what they do. Unless they can finesse some way for Brock to be weekly, you don't even have to freak around, so he just got to show up. Like, there was times when I don't think... There was times when Cena was in his runs, and he didn't even wrestle. He just wrestled dark matches. He said yeah, yep. promos. You know, he did promos usually on Raw and stuff like that. Now, that was his way of healing from all the injuries he was working through, too. So... <laughs> So, <laughs> He's like, I ain't wrestling no TV. Fuck that. I give him a quick dark match though. Little F, so, F of you here and move on. Yeah, so I don't know. I I think stuff comes out the window. If he don't, they literally hasn't. They literally haven't built anyone up to beat Brock, unless you bring Roman back down back to Raw, yeah. or you go for Braun Strowman. <laughs> And I don't want to see Braun Strowman. Well, I do want to see Braun Strowman get F5 out the ring again. But I don't want to see him just lose. <laughs> because it, this is the thing. I love Brock, right? I don't really have a problem with Brock beat people. But this is the problem where you have Brock as a Thanos-type figure. Like, if anybody other than Seth Rollins beat him, Brock wasn't all that strong. It makes Brock yeah. weaker. Agreed. Unless the, that person beats him with, like, nefarious means. But then that person doesn't seem like a legit champion, and that's when Seth Rollins like suffers through. So I don't, I don't know what they do. Like that's the thing with Brock; it always creates a stalemate when it comes to creating stories and creating other stars. And because it's stalemate, even though Brock is amazing, like I just wish he played the Undertaker role of just being, you know, what? I feel like fighting somebody. Give me a money fight. You know, give me a, a a star match and stuff like that. So, and the thing oh, is, no. like, that's why, that's why I kind of do believe uh, Seth is going to take the belt back, and they just use Brock for those purposes because it's really nobody there. Like, you could rebuild up uh, Braun, of course, with after the win against uh, Lashley. And even the way the role that Bobby Lashley has been going on, you could still kind of try to set up that match. That's why I think Bobby. I, said, I thought Bobby should have won that last man standing. Yeah, because if it would at least have set up. Hurt Braun. Yeah, like they killed each other. So <laughs> I was like, hey. Yeah. But even then, like they'll figure something out. But let's go into uh, let's quickly breeze through what happened this week. 
Uh, already mentioned that Seth is the number one contender. Uh, I do want to talk about Bray Wyatt's grand return and uh, pretty much taking Finn out uh, in in his place. So, um, I thought it was amazing for all mm-hmm. the people who said they got scared by that. I'm like, I hate to see if y'all go see like a Conjure movie or something like that. Y'all probably crap. I y'all sat through go see one. Annabelle. Miles, if you're listening, I hate you still. Why? Because that Conjure had you. You couldn't go to sleep. No, I was able to go to sleep. It was just still one of those things. We just sit there and be like, gee, this shit's demonic as hell. And my spirit was not going. Not to go off of a... But, like, the OG Conjurings are better than the the ones that's coming Um, out now. Everything else that's coming out now is just cheap jump scares. I know, but but my spirit... Like, ambient demonic stuff, bro, they was in their prime. They giving niggas nightmares and whatnot. I'll be right back, though. All right, but... But yeah, so that's not going to the tangent there. But uh, Bray Wyatt returned, took Finn out. Um, let's see what else did happen this week. Uh, let's see. Oh, to me, this is probably one of the most goofiest things they did this week. Uh, Natalia beat uh, Naomi and Alexa Bliss and Carmella in the elimination four way to become the number one contender. Tyler, you I think add part of the reason they did that is because I think Becky and and Natalia are friends, so they wanted to do a just do one program with them, I guess. But That's I feel goofy. I could have did I could have dealt with that without that, honestly. I'm they sorry, that was like to me. That's a waste. It is because you could have gave Naomi that spot. Naomi hasn't had a um a shot at the title since she's won it. Mm-hmm. That was that was two years ago. Yep. You could have did, um, who else did you say was in the match? Alexa Bliss, but it wouldn't be fair to just shoot her up after you just had another title match. So now you go after your actual show's champion now. So I get why they didn't do that. And then with Carmella, as often she's on TV with R-Truth, she's on top of it, she's still pretty over. And she can still play a really good heel because you really can't make, uh, Becky Lynch a heel right now, but not right now. Yeah. But like wasting, wasting a Tasha on the tie is goofy as hell. But I feel like this just screams the return of a Ronnie uh, Ronnie Rousey. So yeah, they have been talking about that too. Yeah, so I feel like I would love the for Ronnie to return on SummerSlam and take that belt off Becky. Like uh, as much as you hate hate, hate Chris. I'm I'm here for the dialogue that Ronda Rousey was the better champion between her and Becky right now, G. No lies. (laughs) Bro. Like, G, I am sorry. Like, bro. I'm sorry, They They really dropped the bag on Becky and Seth Reigns, Joe. Mm-hmm. It was, like, like, it's sad. It is sad. Like, at least I know with Seth, he could bounce back. And all of that, but well, Becky with, is almost in a limbo stage because, like, you built up Lacey Evans pretty well, but the matches didn't really go hard. But yeah. on top of that, you still green. haven't really been building anybody else. Exactly, and that's the thing. That's the I issue. think what they said is like you they have, have a deep enough up. roster to do the Kofi type title reign. Just throw opponents at them too. Exactly. Even and with the women's raw raw, so that's why I'm like, that's why I was a little upset that they threw Alexa Bliss at Bailey when you could have did the Bailey, I mean the Alexa Bliss and uh 
Nikki Cross storyline on Raw with Becky Lynch, and it would have. They didn't have Bailey go against like the freaking Iconics or something. You know that, how bad that would be if she just that. washed them solo. Yeah, no, but you know, it create a funny story. It's technically the same storyline, but a two ver- you could have the same exact match, a two yeah. versus one for the title, and then uh, the story for the Iconics is just be we want all the belts. Agreed. That would that it would have been. Yeah, I agree with that. Honestly, yeah, it, it would have worked. It's better. never. It's never. It's never too bad to have more Peyton Royce on TV. It's never a bad thing. Agree. Never. And then, like, yeah, it's a, it's enough women on both rosters. Like, like it's just they kind of got they really dropped the ball because you now we got to see Natalia fight just because they at Toronto at SummerSlam. G. <laughs> You know, she's going to get booed. So, I know <laughs> Becky's going to probably get booed out the arena. Like, the oh, fans are turning on her fast. Yep. It is what it is. It's sad. Um, shout out to R-Truth getting the 24-7 title back. Black excellence out here in these streets. And, you got uh, it back again. Yep. He, he, uh, he, remember, he went to the hotel room and oh, like I, which I called to a T. <laughs> I called that, so... Uh, once again, uh, WWE. If you need black writers, I'm down for the culture. But he did lose it again because remember he lost it to Hurricane at Comic Con. I ain't counting that shit. <laughs> I was just. I mean, they promoted it, so. Once again, I'm not counting that shit. He'll pop back up. One of them losing it to Mick Foley, by the way. They said that it's a possibility they might be doing something with the 24/7 title and the Legends on Raw. Yeah, game, I know. So it might see. Bro, I'm gonna be mad. So I'm gonna be to salty as hell. With... Oh what's gonna God. be funny is when X Pop take funny... that <laughs> No, the funny thing about it is our truth is gonna end up being a twenty time twenty four seven champ. He's gonna be the first twenty time <laughs> champion in history. I would love it. I'm here for it. Let Nobody can take that from him. Nobody can take you it from can't. him. So let us find that Hall of Fame catalog, dog. Exactly, G. Be the first black, not even first. You're the first twenty time anything in WWE, bro. Nobody can say that in wrestling anything. history. Any Booker T to get a spin rooney about that twenty four seven championship. Low key, I need that. Yeah. If low key, if we can get that uh, tomorrow on the Raw reunion. I'm fine with that, G. Perfectly also, fine. and JBL's there. A one man seeing a manga close live from hell. Dude. <laughs> 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 you gotta hit on the Mexican superstar. Though. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's tough. Call the clothes line from hell to borderline. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Loki, I might date the episode that the clothes line from hell is actually called the borderline. <laughs> oh man, but uh, let's move on to SmackDown. Uh pretty much the uh SmackDown started off with the uh town hall meeting with pretty much the heels and faces pretty much argued whether or not Shane is good for the company. And Shane didn't that. give a damn regardless. Exactly. It went nowhere, pretty much, and just ended with KL being Kevin Owens. Uh, at this point, we're pr- they literally letting Kevin Owens be Stone Cold, which is perfectly fine. I'm loving it. Um, we also got a rematch. But when are they going to realize that's never going to work? It's really not. It's not going to work not- long term. Short term, this is working because it's getting Shane out the picture. Yeah, but like so, long term, they never gonna have that tweener. Hold on, I got to. Hey, we're on TV now, dog. 
long term, it's never gonna um like I don't never see anybody being a uh another Stone Cold. You can't recreate that. Yeah, you really can't. I agree. But it's just fun seeing the stunner get past get it's fun seeing KO give the stunner out to everybody. If you would have gave it to somebody else, you wouldn't have been able to honor it. Yeah. You there, Detra? Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, okay. But I'm not really mad with it at all. Like, cause I'm extremely pro Kevin Owens. That's my man's. But Alistair Black pretty much uh, kicked the hell out of Cesaro again. Nothing new there. Um, Charlotte Flair literally made Liv Morgan cry and said, which pretty much sounds like she's going to get a, a character rebranding. Um, I hope they go golf with it. I kind of thought that when uh, it, after it happened, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I'm like she, it, like when you go through changes like that, more than likely you're gonna come back darker, and that's pretty much what sound like is gonna happen. She's gonna hang out with I Paige see and learn how doing to golf. Like, a, like giving her like a Harley Quinn type character in a way. Yeah, I thought of that too. Because it's well, like wasn't, you, wasn't that technically Alexa Bliss? Mm. In looks, I think the looks. Yeah, it was the look, but they primarily pushed her as like a heel. I feel like they could push Liv Morgan as like a tweener type character. Well, if they don't, she's amazing though. Like in the ring and stuff like that, she's really freaking good. So they yeah. can, they can do whatever they want with her. I'm I'm a stand regardless, unless she come out with some modern stuff. But like I'm a stand regardless. <laughs> Uh, and then Bailey Ember Moon pretty much uh washed Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, which led to uh Bailey saying Ember Moon uh come get this belt and come get this fade. Mm. That's pretty much how. Cause I'm really curious on how they're gonna use this storyline because I feel like they're gonna paint a picture of Bailey, excuse me, picking somebody that she knows she can beat, and Ember's just gonna get fed up of it. And if she don't call her a bitch in the black girl voice and some hand clapping, I can't honor it. It just means she mm. legit wears bootcut jeans all day, every day. <laughs> so on Twitter, she's doing this Dear A, which is probably like A stands for anonymous or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And she's writing it in a letter form, whatever goes down, like in her Twitter life and whatnot. Um, I don't know how she's going to get over it unless it's a heel turn. And the funny thing is, the only woman heel I'm behind right now is Io Shirai because she looking like a a a, 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 a super snacks extra large, you know, like it's. <laughs> but like, so it's like literally female heels, and then like then Io Shirai is like at the top just because she's coming out in all black and looking at me in a in a uh uh what's that word um. When you let your parents down, how do they feel? Shame? No, 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 no. They feel Dishonored. Uh, disappointed. She look at you dis- like, like she's disappointed at you. And oh, no, I became a fan of the film. So, yeah, I just think they turn to heel. I don't know how a moveset will work heel because I think that's another thing in being a heel is a good moveset, but who knows? The thing about it is they got so much women talent on their roster now. They probably have the most that they've ever had, but they're not 
they're not building everybody the way they should. Nah, they not. Yeah. Because I still don't. Uh, they could have kept. They could have did something more with the riot squad. I still don't know what to happen to Ruby Riot. Uh, she's injured. Okay. She had to get surgery. Oh, okay. And Sarah Logan jobbing to uh Daniel Brooke. I'm st- in. That's tough. That's really <laughs> tough. It's like, it's, it's sad. <laughs> Cause it's like, cause it's like you. It's funny because I think I feel like both Nia Jax and uh, Ruby Riot kind of helped Becky Lynch's title reign. Definitely, it would have helped. Nia, I mean Ruby Riot definitely would have. Yeah, because I feel like that would that might have been like personality. Personality Mm -hmm. wise, Ruby Riot probably would have been like it was like she would have been like the anti Becky in a way. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, but and then like, if she was able to pin Becky at least once, that wouldn't erase, not take the title off her, but pin her at least once in like a, just a slapper match, probably in heel means, but mm-hmm. still get the pin off her. That wouldn't at least, that wouldn't at least erase all the L she took on the main roster. Mm. Definitely, definitely, but. They'll figure it out, and then uh, pretty much, uh, not really much else happened major on SmackDown. Uh, pretty much, Daniel Bryan had an announcement, but New Day into uh, ruined that, which led to a uh, three man tag team match, which led to Randy Orton pinning Kofi Kingston, which led to pretty much now we're about to get Kofi versus Randy at SummerSlam. True. So, I hate it. I know. I know. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. How mad are y'all gonna be if Randy takes his belt off Kofi? I feel like like go ahead. I feel like they might get two matches out of them. I don't. I'm starting to think that it's gonna be they're gonna get a match here and they're gonna get another match at Hell in the Cell, and that might be when Randy takes it off. I would be more comfortable if he takes it off him then than at SummerSlam. For me, like I've been saying. I'm satisfied with Kofi's title reign at this point. I'm shocked he's it's coming to an end anyway. Yeah. yeah, I'm shocked he's he's had had it this long. So, if he wins at SummerSlam, he may go in. He may not lose the belt until uh, till the maybe even episode, Survivor until, Series. Until I won't even say no. I think I I think Survivor if, Series is champion versus champion. So that's yeah, no, it's not. I think yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Depending if Brock has the belt, but I think Kofi may lose it on the debut Fox episode if he if he that. holds oh, it. That, I can see that happening because they did say that they want to have a championship match the first night. Yeah. So that's yo. Ain't that in September though? E October, I think. October. So that's dog, all, that's still around Halloween time. Dog, Kofi, Kofi champion till October, G. Bro, I'm not saying I'm not just how I'm looking at it, G. That's just how I'm looking at it. I think that's a, I think that's a hundred and some days. Vince I love that nigga if it is. Bro. It's already a hundred days. Look, man. Yeah, he's way past a hundred. Way past. So but But I like, feel like they like, didn't want to shortchange him either, considering that he did work like he, the whole he, eleven years. He still he had he I would say he's the longest in terms of just Having the belt on his waist among black, black people who held the belt, which is him, Booker T, 
<laughs> the Rock and Mark Henry, I think he's held it longer in a in like one reign than all of them. The lo- the, the Rock's longest reign, I think, is three months. Kofi's at three months. Dog, the Rock, the Rock longest reign is three months. That's I tough. think the Rock's longest reign is three months. Yeah, he's but a seven time champion. You go but back, but you I go think the Rock's long reign is three months. Reigns. If you go back and look at his title reigns, it made sense back then why his reigns weren't as long because, like, every feud that they had back then slapped. So they had to kind of go back and forth because you had Triple H, yeah, Stone Cold, yeah, Kurt Angle. So, like, he didn't, they they had to pass the belt around, like, between all of them. So that's why, like, and then The Rock at that point was starting to get into Super Hollywood, like, Right, right, so he around, couldn't have like, this, more than three months. After no his third, problem. fourth title reign. So it was like, he never really had a long reign with the belt. So, Kofi legit. That's why I'm like, I'm satisfied with the reign. If they want to extend it, go ahead, be my guest. Just continue to just give them quality opponents. But, I'm satisfied. If Randy decides to RKO him in the first five seconds... I can sit and say I, I had a black champion. I was able to see a black champion be a champion from summer. I mean, Mania to SummerSlam. So I'm satisfied either way. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Either, either way it goes, I think I'm happy with it. It's, they've they've given him quality matches, so. So yeah, yeah. Like, I'm cool with it. But that's it for wrestling. I'm, we're gonna say this. Uh, T- uh, the discussion for next week I want to say for episode right. 40 because I want to expound upon it actually and so that mm-hmm. way we don't so but NBA time like I said if you uh, fast forward an hour in we gave you uh, you're getting basketball now so nothing really major has happened uh, before we get into the rush trade mini news um, Anthony Davis James Harden said they're not playing for team uh, the team USA for the FIBA uh, World Cup at this point, it's looking like Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal and Kevin Love will be the big three of that team. United States will still Wait, win gold. No Kyrie? For some reason, Kyrie's not doing it. I got to double check that training camp roster. They honestly might add people now, but Kyrie's not on there. I like. I, let me see if I can pull it up real quick because I believe. Let me just read the names real quick. So, Team USA, FIBA. 2019. Let's see. No Greek freak either. Like I told Tyler, he's Greek. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. If I'm him, I'm not going in that Greek team either. I'm like, nigga, no. Me and my brothers get slapped by the rest of the NBA. <laughs> exactly. All right. So the names. Let's see. So. Kimba, Jason Tatum, Kevin Love, Andre Drummond, Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Tobias Harris, Kyle Lowry, Bradley Beal, Paul Millsap, PJ Tucker, Kyle Kuzma, Damian Lillard, Harrison Barnes, and Donovan Mitchell are so far the uh, people still remaining. That's going to that's in the training camp. That's not the team in itself, but that's the people that's going to be at the training camp. Uh, CJ McCollum actually just withdrawn to like a head ass for some stupid ass yeah. reason, but um, so that's pretty much the uh, current people still uh, going to the training camp. It might be added, and don't forget Papa's coach. So for all we know, 
Lamarcus Aldridge and DeRozan might end up getting a call. So <laughs> probably, yeah. Either way, I feel like they this team has no reason not to go gold. But without the Anthony Davis, James Harden, you're probably looking at like a, it's going to be a struggle against certain teams. Yeah, but they're gonna have to earn like actually work to win this one. Yeah, definitely agree. Wait, I'm surprised Kyrie is not in this. Really shocked. And he might. It's a possibility he could play for the Australian team too. He's already played on Team USA a couple of times. He can't do it. Once you, I think, once you make your decision, that's your decision. And then honestly, also, like once you pick a team, you can't switch sides at, at all. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you can't do that. But either way, just off the names I mentioned, um, my only concern is still the front court. Like Brooke Lopez, Andre Drummond, and Kevin Love sounds like if 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 I see if I'm going against Jokic, I'm looking at barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if you go against Serbia, you are if you go against Serbia with Andre Drummond, Kevin Love, Miles Turner, Brooke Lopez as your front court, barbecue chicken, and Paul Millsap. But in terms Bro, of guards, man, they're, you, they're good. Man, you 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 accidentally walk into Lou with it, Lou, uh, Luthania, whatever. Uh, what's his face from? Oh, Porzingis. Yeah. Oh man. Get washed too. <laughs> yeah, the front court legit might get washed, but I think guard play they're gonna be fine. In you terms of guard, get washed by Bobar. Nigga, I ain't worried about Bobar, nigga. <laughs> If Boban goes for 40 for his country, for the love (laughs) of his country, G, we have to, G, (laughs) he's going to go for 40 for the love of the country, G. I'll be mad as hell, G. (laughs) Oh, man. I will have to question niggas' patriotism. They let Boban legit (laughs) drop 40 on you, G. Low key, that's a dialogue on Andre Drummond more than anything because he's the best defensive big. That's not saying much. Yeah, he is not the best defensive big out there, bro. In terms of who's on the train on, on the who's the potential roster, Andre Drummond is your. What about best. in general? In general, he's not in my top in general, ten bigs defensively. No, which we'll have a dialogue in, general, uh, in a future MVP. episode. Who would be the best big defensively in the league? Your man's Rudy Gobert and or Embiid oh, and oh, or yeah. Anthony Davis. Those are the best defensive bigs. Those three, and that's that's just that off man. rip. So, but I, I don't think of Andre Drummond as great defensively, except on my league on two K, where he'll get five blocks because he's Andre Drummond and it's my league. And you know that more hates us, but but yeah. So turn that down. But yeah, that's it for uh FIBA news in terms of that. Um, when things move on. But yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about the uh big block blockbuster trade. If you really consider this a blockbuster trade in the year of 2019, um, Russ got traded to the Rockets for Chris Paul straight up, and some picks. Of course, those picks I feel like is gonna be utterly useless because the Rockets should be good regardless for the next five, six years. You but sure about that? They'll be in the playoffs. Sure about that? 
They'll be in the playoffs for the next three years. Okay, damn. Um, yeah, they should be like that. Like Russ and Harden's both like in they. I know Russ is like thirty-one, and James Harden's probably like twenty-nine. So still like still in their primes, roughly. But um, overall, great trade for the uh, Rockets. Like, even though I, I'm still questionable on like, yeah, Russ and Harden are supposedly good friends. I know they were teammates and all that, and and did look good when they were younger. But I'm curious on how it's going to work now. But you pretty much got a huge upgrade in terms of the point guard position with getting Russ. And Russ adds a dynamic, I feel like, that Chris Paul doesn't bring. Even though you're sacrificing defense, but you're adding somebody who can still still be a, a – who can – who can lead the bench on his own if need be and also still set people up. I still don't believe he's the best playmaker on the team in no, terms of rush. No. He but, passes t- solely to fill his stats. Yeah. But I, I feel like – I would say, like, did James you – know, what I'm about to say takes away my James Harden is better than him. But both of them really suck in getting their team involved. I agree. I they really suck at doing that. I don't care how many assists you have. It you, you, you're going to score no matter what when you're in a situation in which. Well, let me think. How do I say this? You're in a situation in which you take down the shot clock to the last eight seconds, and you already getting double teamed, so you throw somebody to spot up three. Like, and with that offense, it makes it easy. In that offense. You know, you got to think about it. Them two are probably one of the, you know, two of the, the guards. You just can't guard one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, and this is not a knock to Dame or something like that. You could guard Dame one-on-one. God darn it, they did it with, um, they did it in Denver. But, like, even though they lost. But, and the same thing, they did it go to state guard and hit one-on-one, too. Worked out. Well, Clay Thompson but, uh, is on the court, so, <laughs> Ease. <laughs> Clay Thompson, when Clay Thompson and Corbin James Harden ain't no guarding with no one. It's James Harden. G. Like, we give James Harden a hard time. He's still, he, he's one of the few people who give Clay problems. Legit, the just gives him the drugs. Hello? Uh, but yeah, um, hold on. I'm playing Minecraft at the same time about the back. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just don't like that. I don't like that fandom at all. People saying that's going to be one of the best duos. It's not. Especially Jay Rose got down pure basketball here. So said that's going to be one of the best duos. But I just don't see that. I don't see that being better than um. Uh, I don't see that being better than uh. What you call it? Uh, Brogdon AD. Definitely nowhere near better than um. Kawhi and Paul George, nowhere Kawhi near. And Paul George, and then whenever when KD and Kyrie finally able to play together, they not, I don't. Think I don't think that works out. I think it works out, but I don't think it works out as good as everybody thinks. I don't think it's going to lead yeah, to a championship. They'll get to a finals. I don't think it's going to lead to championship. They get to the finals of pure talent in the East, and that's if Greek Freak don't ascend to even more God status in Philly. Yeah, and Philly do that Philly thing, you know. So, but, but yeah, like I like I don't even think they're better than Steph and Clay. 
No, because we haven't even seen we obviously they played together before, but we've never seen them both lead a team together. Clay, Steph, and Clay have, have led their team. Exactly, together. we've known what they can do. It's still a scary thing to see. We saw it in the playoffs, even though Clay took the lead in the finals. Oh yeah, and then people saying they're the better backcourt now. No, like, I, nah. You can't yeah, just go based off the talent that they have. You they have, have yeah, like offensively. I feel like there'll be a problem. It's like you going <laughs> Hey, PJ Tucker G, I hope you're in shape. <laughs> oh man. I hope that man's stripping his back because he's about to carry a lot more on defense this year, G. No, I definitely. Yeah, like Like this is that's one aspect where they will miss Chris Paul. Like if anything, like Chris Paul may have been mid like well mid for what his contract was worth. He was still decent defensively. Like yeah. he would still give you prob- give people problems defensively. And I do want to say that I think the people I think I think Daryl Moore was too much and I think that's the Rocket team problem in general. But they too much on social media, dog. Mm-hmm. Like you that West I would have rated back with James Harden. I mean with Chris Paul one more time. Get that other year off that goddamn contract, so he could become even a little bit more, you know, valuable on the trade market than what he was. I know they picked up Russell Westbrook, but that's because you know the whole Paul George situation. Paul George didn't leave; you you wouldn't have anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but like they they struck gold with Paul George leaving. Mm-hmm. They really did. But, but yeah, I don't. I don't. You know, me personally. Other than, like, you know, the offensive threat of being Westbrook can't be guarded one-on-one and stuff like that, what does he does better than Chris Paul? Only thing I would say... Run off the court. Defensively, Chris Paul is way better than him. I would say, yeah, way better. Huge difference. But I would say transition game and... Finishing at the room. That's it. And yeah, but you know it's a shooters league, and Chris Paul, he can still shoot. He he can't Wayne, move like he used to, but he can still shoot. And he's efficient when they're not trying to be chuck him up Johnnies and whatnot. When if anything, he played that offense really smart because he was the only one that shot mid ranges on that team. Exactly. And he does that little gay try to get the three point foul that he gets more than harder sometimes. And you know what's crazy he, about that? It's also he gets it because he's shorter game. too. He Chris Paul's my height. Mm. True. Probably shorter, honestly. Hey, Chris Paul's shorter than you? He might. Yeah, he's be, like, they say he's six foot, but he looks he shorter might be than five ten, five eleven. Yeah, that's horrible. I see why that little nigga be so mad. <laughs> he. He's stocky too, so the stock. The yeah, that's why it looks shorter. like he's taller, but he's actually, yeah, that's the thing. So, but yeah, like it's gonna be interesting. But I'm not mad at the Rockets doing it solely because if James Harden and Chris Paul could not uh, freaking coexist, you was gonna do this trade of you were gonna trade them eventually. That's just my thing. Yeah. I, if but if I'm OKC, you could have played it a smarter, because I would have called another team. Be like, who would possibly would want Chris Paul's contract while we get something? 
which is why I'm adamant of why they should have called the goddamn Timberwolves and said, hey, you want in on this? We'll take Wiggins' contract. We don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty I sure know- the Timberwolves don't have safe picks for the remainder of they got darn, you know, you did. I just mm. feel sorry for Cat on that end. Like, yeah, I really, yeah. I feel real bad for Cat. I agree. I definitely agree because I feel like, even though, like, I, like I said, I give Chris Paul flack mainly because that contract's horrible. He's not a bad player at all. He's still it's just good. A, it's just at his age and his his health. That contract isn't worth yeah, it. It's not going to be worth it. But I feel like if you was able to pair Chris Paul with Cat, Cat would probably drop Dane near thirty this year. Yeah, yeah, because he has some way to set him up more easily. Exactly, and, and who will also tell him get your big ass in the paint. And stay there. Exactly. Y'all, you can shoot threes. I don't that's the $190 million and whatnot. But y'all going to think he's going to crank the I want out? I'm going to give him two more years. I'm going to give him two more years. If they don't do nothing where it screams we're trying to get good. Because the problem is just you're in the West. And the West is stacked. And it's going to be stacked for the next three years at least. So it's like you got to do something that screams. Probably keep it bunk. Like it's still open from like five on down. Yeah, it's still open, but but the it's two like, rules they don't they they barely can make a playoff push because you still got teams like the Kings. You got um really it's just now New Orleans back is still I'm in not the mix. like New Orleans is going to be a good team. They're going to be a tough team to go against. I just don't think they're going to win games like people think they're going to win games. I don't know if they'll necessarily be. They have more. They have a little bit more talent than Minnesota does, though. Agree. I definitely agree with that. Those are two teams that uh, they wouldn't necessarily be fighting for a playoff spot, but they wouldn't be. Well, yeah, they wouldn't. Neither of them would really be fighting for a playoff spot, but more so Minnesota because they don't really have anybody else now. Mm-hmm. My fear is I just don't want Cat to end up getting injured before we can really see what he can become. I don't think Same. the man survived a car crash. I think he's pretty durable. He's in a no, car I'm crash. just saying, you know, everybody's durable to they tell their Achilles. I rebuke that. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, you I, know, I get what you're coming from. But Cat comes off he like he takes care of himself, so. And I, like I know, I want, I want Cat to be a man. You know, I'm a Cat fan. I want him to be an MVP racer. I I and agree. And this team is not going to get him nowhere near that. I understand that, Bro, but it's his call. Like three, literally it's his three call. years ago, we were saying Cat was the person you want to build the NBA team around. That was Luka Doncic. Like, That's true. I, it's it's sad. Yeah. It's sad, but, like, the thing is, I would say this. I think everybody in the league knows Cat is good, is great. Um, not just good, great. Because you got to think about it. He consistently gets coach votes into All-Star games, G. Yeah. Like, the past two years, he got in solely off coach votes, G. Like, over, and even this year when they were mad. That says a lot about Wiggins, too, because, like, and what, granted, Wiggins. it's more guards in the West anyway, but it's like Wiggins, his work – I don't think his work ethic is is where it's supposed to be considering how good he was supposed to be coming out of college and everything. Because he wasn't even 
Really, he wasn't the best. Like, I think you brought up, he wasn't the best player on that Kansas team. He it was wasn't. And B. Like, going in, it, okay, I remember, like, going I think I said, I said going in, it, he was supposed to, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be Wiggins and Cliff Alexander's team. It ended up becoming Embiid and then Wiggins' team. Cliff got banished or something like that. I forgot what happened to him, but I, I look, I want to get Cliff on the pod, but, um, I hit him up, but, um. But yeah, but like, and but like, at the end of the day, that just shows that shows how much like what happened to that team. Because then I think Embiid had back problems, so going to the tournament, everybody was like, "Oh, Wiggins should be going off." Did not go off <laughs> at all. So <laughs> tough. What do you think play into that though? Other than like, you know, I got my money. in. Is it a confidence thing? I don't a, even know. I mean, it possibly could be. I think it's just people. It's like one of those, like, people saying he's supposed to be the next, like, they were comparing to be like the, the LeBron. Next or something like yeah, that. They, but, possibly like, you're talking about LeBron yeah, people saying, like, like, going to the league, he was supposed to be automatically one of the best defenders coming into the league and all of that. He's one of the worst defenders in the league. Yeah, but the thing close. is, he can score. That's the thing. He can score his butt off. He's athletic right, like as hell. His skill set isn't bad. Like he has a good skill set. He's just like, super inefficient. He he's not. That's what Jimmy was getting on his case about. Like he's not. He's not hungry enough. I don't think. Yeah. Like he's a confident player. You could if you could chuck up the ball twenty times, you're confident in yourself. It's yeah, just he's his putting it together. Before. Yeah, it's just putting it together. That's because what I think it is. You think about it. He has the perfect NBA archetype. Long to shoot, athletic, a slashing wing. Yeah, like so. I just wonder what happened. It's just one of those things. I don't know. That's that's something that Wiggins gonna have to answer to to itself. But I also believe that I think that's why I feel like a change of scenery would be good for him. Yeah, like, some be players good. just may not be happy where they playing. Man, they should have and made it. that move at Charlotte, G. Yeah, like I, that's why I feel like that's why I feel like if he went to OKC, it would be great because you get a fresh start. You're in a very pro basketball town when it's basketball season. If not, it's freaking Oklahoma football Sooners all day every day. But in tr- but you're literally, you said what? I said in Jim Ross day. Jim Ross, um, but but yeah, but like, and but also like the eyes is not really going to be on you like that, in a way over there because like, Oklahoma City is a small market anyway. Yeah, and plus you get to you're back to being number one option. You can score all you want. You you're you're more free to make mistakes and also figure stuff out as well. That's just how I look at it. So I hope for the best for Wiggins. Honestly, I hope I really hope more for the best for Cat. But yeah, that's what I'm hoping for the best yeah. cat. Cause really, cause if if Wiggins just turns it up a notch, like then they will be they will be a fun young duo. Like you can't really call them a duo because Cat the I, like we said, like Cat is is a bit more hungry than Wiggins is right now. Mm-hmm. Like Wiggins is but the biggest holdback. I got a question: If you're the Phoenix Suns and you hear Cat for eight and head straight up. Would you take it? I don't think it may. Because just looking Cause at it, how the Suns roster is, I don't think 
it moves the needle. You don't think D Boogie and Cat moves the needle? It moves the ne- like uh, I, it don't make you. A pl- a I'm basing on how the roster looks, how the Suns right. currently are constructed. Then, bro, that roster ain't getting fixed anytime soon. Exactly, it's not moving the needle. <laughs> and then also, uh, like yeah, they're the best of friends. They were team, yeah, they were teammates in college. But it's just I don't think it moves the needle to the point where it's like okay, they're they're finally moving forward in the rebuilding phase. If you make a trade like that, you're telling me, for one, we're trying to make the playoffs. I don't think it turns them into a playoff team, especially in the West. It just moves you in that Sacramento Kings of we're hoping to make the playoffs, but it may not happen. Right. Because 7, 8, and 6 are going to be some tough-ass teams that that literally just ain't going to budge. Mm. That's That's my thing. That's just my thing looking at it. But um, let's move on to uh, top 10 point guards currently in the league. I forgot. Fuck, I forgot to write that stuff down. I'm Crap. glad I when did. When I hit Yoda, I probably, you know, we'll probably argue off yours. So go ahead, Chris. You go first. All right. I'm going to go last from uh, 10 to 1. Uh, so let me do my honorary mentions. Uh, I put Lonzo, Chris Paul, and De'Aaron Fox in my honor- honorary mentions. Um. <laughs> So my number ten, it's tied between D'Lo and Jamal Murray. That it was tough. Which I, I just say I might as well just put both of them in. Um, number nine is Mike Conley. Number eight, John Wall. Number seven, Kyle Lowry. Number six, Ben Simmons. Number five, Kimball Walker. <laughs> number four, Russ Westbrook. Number three, Kyrie. Number two, Dane. Number one, Steph. Hi, uh, I agree of. Uh... What you said of a couple. One, Trey Young should be in that top ten somewhere. Um That's why I should have put an honorary mention, my fault. <laughs> you probably forgot about him. But um Ben I'm taking Ben Simmons over Kimball Walker any day of my life, bro. No I, I have I sure. have uh oh you say you're taking Ben Simmons over Kimba. Yep. Uh any day. Any day. The reason it don't work in Philly is just because them two big old niggas in the paint. With him and got darn Joel, so he he has to. If he wasn't on any other team but Philly, we would not have this conversation about Ben Simmons. But he shit. definitely got to get a jump shot now that they got Al Horford because he ain't gonna be able to sit in the Al Horford will sit his ass at the three point line if he loved to. Yeah. <laughs> so they plan on playing and be that um at power forward again and putting Horford at center. Mm. That makes no sense. Hmm. But either way, like it would just help them out a whole lot more if he would just shoot the ball. No, I agree. It help out, but I'm just saying, like the conversations that we we in terms have of point guard. Oh, you know, it, them conversations wouldn't be a thing if my man, you know, wasn't on a team where you got another dude that's legit banging the paint. Um, but yeah, I I, I agree. Well, you have Westbrook. You had him at four. So who you all have with Westbrook? Uh, four was Westbrook. Three was Kyrie. Number two, Dame. Number one, Steph. And it hurt me to put Kyrie number three, but yeah, I was gonna say, do you want to put? I'm I'm putting I'm putting Kyrie over Dame. I I just do that. The reason we can have that talk on reason why, but um, in all honesty. 
or you look at, you know, accolade versus accolade, I'm taking Kyrie over, I'll take a dang. I just bossed the situation kind of hurt Kyrie's argument over certain things, mm-hmm. but that's just one situation out of his catalog. This nigga got a game winner in the finals game. Agreed. I ain't never let that go down. Over Agreed. I know. And like that, the, let me explain why. So, with Dane, like, because to me, both Dame and Kyrie could easily be two or three. It just depends on. But the reason why I gave Dame the slight edge is mm-hmm. because it's just the fact he consistently has made, it's pushed his team to the playoffs, whether they were first round exits, sometimes they were second round exits. And a couple of times he did sneak his ass into a Western Conference Finals, like he did this year. And it doesn't necessarily have to be by scoring. Sometimes he would just, like in the Nuggets series where that nigga was literally ass at scoring, except a couple of games, he proceeded to be the playmaker. And with Kyrie, we only know Kyrie to dominate through scoring. And that's kind of like, and I'm factoring like, if it was like scoring point guards, honestly, Kyrie might be number one over Steph. But in terms of just like, Playing the point guard position, Dame can impact the game, whether as pure point or modern day do it all point guard. I agree now, with you on that, but I just think I just think Kyrie game speaks louder than that. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kinda yeah. like how Kobe wasn't the traditional two or something like that. No, he, was he was traditional like, too. <laughs> he was a traditional too. You know what I mean? Like a he wasn't he wasn't like a Ray Allen. He wasn't on a, a goddamn clay. That nigga was Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah he wasn't like he wasn't a three and D. He was the guy who's gonna put the ball on the floor and go at you every time. Yeah, and when when I look at Kyrie, I, he's not a traditional one. He's but he's gonna his move set is just different, Joe. Like I, I, agree. I just like with. What what Dame can do, Kyrie can do better with ease. Dame can finish out of the rim, Kyrie can finish out of the rim with ease. Dame can can get past two defenders, Kyrie can get past two defenders with ease. And make it look sexy. Dame can get an open shot, Kyrie can get an open shot with ease. So I think Dame has a longer range than Kyrie though. Oh yeah, Dame definitely Yeah, Dame could he can fire from half court anytime. They definitely got a lot, uh, uh, a longer range. Definitely, no doubts about it. But <laughs> that long range about only works for one person. That nigga name middle name is Wardell, so mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really count that sometimes. Other than that one shot, because I take the shot, of, I take the Kyrie shot before I take the um, the day shot over Paul George. Yeah, agree. Shot over Paul George didn't lead to nothing. So. Like, it led uh, to the demise of the OKC. Because <laughs> <laughs> would OKC would 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 OKC be demise if um my nigga stayed in Toronto without asking for a trade? Wait, so huh? that that demise go strictly on uh, Kawhi Leonard. So add another dynasty to that destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, 
But yeah, I you know I don't I don't I'm trying to see how like I like yo that's the argument that will probably last until they when their careers are added together. And and if, if Damian Lillard takes this match from Portland, he never gonna win a ring. So Kawhi just might I mean Kyrie just might win that battle. But I he did know. take the max, by the way. He did. He took the hell. Yeah, he yeah. took the hell out that motherfucker, man. <laughs> it was a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. yeah, he did take it. He took the hell out of it, man. We we talked about it on the free agency episode. He took the hell out that money. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, that nigga's never gonna win a match. So I mean, never gonna win a championship. So I don't think you, you know. saw what I posted on tw- on our Twitter page. <laughs> huh? He never saw what I posted on the Twitter page. <laughs> I don't think I did, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I, I just, I think we, if we right now, we gonna have to probably go by accolades, and Kyrie wins that battle. Agree. And I, I'm gonna say it like this again. I think Trey Young is gonna show y'all niggas this year that he's top five points. I agree. If we do we do this next when we do this list next season, I believe Trey Young might knock out Mike Conley. John Wall's gonna be knocked out because he didn't play this year. I'm putting John Wall in solely because I don't even see why you put him on the list and he didn't play. Out of respect. <laughs> out of respect. <laughs> Dog. I don't know. That nigga come, he's an athletic he's an athletic guard coming back from Achilles injury. I wanna say he's an athletic know, guard. Bro. He consistently gets twenty and ten. That he, I keep forgetting that he tore his Achilles, and that's it's just as tough on guards as it is for big men when you tear like an Achilles tear is, is like that's like almost a death sentence in a way for basketball careers or sports careers. Unless you Rudy Gay and Rudy Gay or Dominique. Um, I mean, I'm praying that anybody that's dealing with it comes back the best that they can be, but. Yeah, boogie yeah. still question mark. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a. I agree with you though. It's a death sentence, bro. It really is a death sentence, dude. Yeah, because we thought AC injuries was bad. Whatever demonic force over um uh dude on uh on the Nuggets, the rookie on the Nuggets. No, oh, uh, Michael. Oh, no, he got yo. Did you ever look at that tweet about Michael Porter's family? Where that they, they get injuries, G. Like wait, God hates wait, their wait, knees wait. and legs. Uh. Yo, that nigga needs to go see uh, uh, a legit, real god darn, like, you know, like, some dude who can look at your family, like some prophet that can tell you that somebody put a curse on your family or something, though. Hey, you need to go hard. see the ancient hey, one. He needs to yeah. find Pastor Mark. <laughs> Gee, Pastor Mark will make a way. You Ugh, gotta find yeah. Pastor Mark. But, um, but yeah, I got. I don't know, man. I, I I'm still not putting John Wall on there. I want to just move one of them other niggas up, bro. Move up Lonzo or something because Lonzo a pure point. Agreed. Um, no, honestly, we'll just probably the best defensive point guard in the league other than Patrick Beverly. Agreed. So. Would you put Malcolm Brogdon in your honorable mentions? Malcolm Brogdon is more of a shooting guard. He's a shooting guard. He's going to play point guard this year because Oladipo's going to play shooting guard, but he comes off more as a point, I mean, a shooting guard. 
well, more he's so combo he, guard to the max, but he's more of a shooting guard with his style. Okay. I yeah. I know you probably do this next week, so it's a preview. So is Clay number two a shooting guard? Yeah, James Harden's yeah. uh, no James Harden's number one easily. He's, Honestly, shooting guard is gonna be the toughest one. Oh, uh, reason. Look, reason. I will say, look, we can have an argument about Clay and James Harden, not because I'm one of the few Clay stands in this world, but when it matters the most, Clay has literally never failed his team. Agree, no. Clay. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm gonna give you a week to think it out. Because <laughs> G, if you come in with that hot take, G. I am posting it everywhere before I upload the episode. <laughs> That's going to be the title of the episode all the time. Clay is Clay better than Harden. Clay's a better shooter guard than James Harden, bro. If if you come in saying that, G, I'm make I'm going to have the thumbnail ready. Just in case, just in case you like that's why I'm giving you a week to literally like you know now that we're doing this every week. But I want you to think this over. If because I want your well, argument to be pristine. I have, I have yet to lose one of the arguments we have had. I know. When it comes to preparing two players. You tried to tell me, you tried to tell me that nigga from New York is better than uh, Isaiah Thomas. And I'll proceed to never fail. <laughs> I'm still not letting um, it go either. No. That episode was hilarious. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> Joe, he's not better than Zeke, Joe. Nope. Not letting it go. Yeah, you know what's going to be the most boring episode we do another time to Top tier power forwards. Oh my god, G. Like shooting guard is gonna be tough, but like power forwards is gonna sit there and be like, all right, man. You gotta throw Draymond Green down default, bro. Draymond about to be in there. Suck that Paul Millsap gonna be in the top tier. That's effed up. That's a lost heart, man. Oh man, but yep, like, like that's my top ten. Like we all we in agreement with it. Besides, like you got your little switches, but yeah, no, I ain't mad at it. it. I just forgot to write it down. That's fine. Shoot, like I'm surprised we was in agreement. Besides the Damon uh, Kyrie thing, so I'm not, and the goddamn Kimba versus Ben Simmons. Yeah, I ain't, I'm not. I I'm just so didn't feel comfortable putting Ben Simmons top five. Now, uh, uh, LeBron James should be an honorable mention too. LeBron's an honorable mention in every position. <laughs> Except for center. That nigga cooked that center. Oh, my God. Man. I still have yeah, nightmares know, looking at when Jokic cooked Cleveland that nigga. What was it? In Cleveland. What did say? It was a game that when LeBron, it was LeBron's final year in Cleveland. They went against uh, the he Nuggets. He him in the post, man. Yo, Jokic <laughs> ate that man up. <laughs> Yo, Jokic. You don't think Ed Vucevic gave this nigga a game before, bro. Like, Vucevic was killing this nigga, dude. I was oh, like, oh, I was oh, like, gee, if you oh. don't freaking put Tristan Thompson out there, G. <laughs> At least he got a big enough body. I'm like, come <laughs> on, G. LeBron got no business defending that man, G. <laughs> he had no business being down there. It's not Roy Hibbert. That's Jokic out there, G. Then he got post moves. He's different out here, G. He's from Serbia. You die, you die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, come on, bro! <laughs> that's still one of the most stupidest things. I, like that, I, that's 
It like literally, we will have a dialogue when LeBron retires. Of like, we're gonna have like a series of episodes of top five LeBron moments. That's and when we do his worst moments. That's up there. <laughs> LeBron versus sinners. Like that was just as bad as them as Chuck Hayes being the only six six center in the league. Bro, Ooh. don't even bring up Chuck Hayes, G. <laughs> oh man, that's a deep cut, G. Yeah, okay, so see, Chuck, look, man, if you listen to this podcast, that's not named Day Trail. But if you listen to this podcast, don't know who Chuck Hayes is, G. You're not a real Kobe stand, G. Because you know <laughs> you don't. You're not a real Kobe stand, G. You're not even a real T Mac stand at that because <laughs> you're not even a real Rockets fan. On top of it. But uh, real history less for Daytra real quick. Chuck Hayes was a uh, 6'6 point uh, center. He played on the Rockets, and that Rockets team somehow got to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. And they took, didn't they take them like six or seven? Tyler. I think so. Yeah, I think they took them to six or seven games. But literally, T-Mac was out. T-Mac was injured. And that Rockets team literally gave people work, G. They were giving people problems with Chuck Hayes at center, G, at 6'6". And he proceeded to get decent money for somebody. Sad times. Yo, when this nigga said Chuck Hayes, bro, I'm thinking of like, I mean, Tyler, didn't nobody watch the 1973 Washington Bullets, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Chuck Hayes don't even sound like a basketball player. He sound like a jazz artist. Yo, I'm telling you, G. I'm looking like this nigga said Chuck Hayes. I'm like, Chris, I'm pretty sure that nigga gave us the dub on the league a couple times. <laughs> I'm like, you think, I, look, I'm sorry. The first thing that came to my mind was black-ass Elvin Hayes, G. <laughs> I'm telling you, G, because you know when you play, when you look at them old OG teams, yo, bro, I'm telling you, them centers and them power forwards used to legit be six. I mean, uh, the center used to be like seven two, and their power forward used to be like six five, yo. Sitting there, be like, why? <laughs> Why? Got like, huh? darn um, I ain't gonna go there. It was some dude I was going against, bro. Dude was legit like six four and power forward. I'm like, this nigga about to get destroyed by Anthony Davis. Proceed yeah, Anthony to get Davis watched. them hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anthony Davis them hands. Gee, tough out here in these streets. But that's an episode. On that note, um. Appreciate you guys for listening, of course. Uh, follow us on at Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring. Uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud for uh, at uh, No Chill Media for all our podcasts, all 39 episodes of 3s from the ring, all 33 episodes of um, Black Otakus, and also all 19 episodes, 19 and a half episodes of No Chill on the podcast as well. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, keep supporting. Continue to like, subscribe, follow us, put people on. Don't just listen and be like, all right, but like legit share our podcast with people because we just two niggas. And you know, Tyler's on here with us, but two niggas who just love talking about sports, talking about basketball and wrestling in our own way. So we appreciate you guys who do listen, but put us on. Put us on, my niggas. Appreciate you guys for listening. Peace. Vida, Zay.